Black Equity listeners. We continue the conversation with B Smiles from the Sesh. We continue the conversation here on episode 177. I want to dive into the end of the Rap City album. I want to dive into the rest of what's going on in hip hop. I want to see, hey, B Smiles, what is the top MC list for you? What are your top five? What are your top 10? So let's dive in with a conversation already taking place, already in progress. We get to, so we get to the last uh, song on the album. Now this has a special place in my heart because I'm a huge uh Tupac fan. Yes, I, me too. And I believe just me personally, I believe he's the greatest rapper of all time. But of course everybody has their own opinions. What mm-hmm. did you think about Afeni and and for those who don't know, why does Afeni and Tupac have anything to do with each other? His mama That's hello. Right. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, let's start with her keep your head up sample Ooh. that's Ooh. one of my favorite motherfucking songs now do you know where she got that sample from just uh just just to see if you are aware of where that comes from what do you mean like it doesn't come tupac? from it doesn't come like from before tupac actual, well it doesn't come from the actual song do you remember that clip that floated around on social media where he was in a classroom and he was rapping that song to a, a group of high school students or no students. how did yeah. i miss that you gotta send that to me because i'm lacking there was a time where he was in a classroom and he was telling them about a new song he had coming out mm-hmm. and that's when he started rapping that and people were like oh okay and then a couple later uh, a couple uh, months later that's when the actual song came out so that wow. sample is from when he's in a classroom telling people about his lyrics but go ahead Wow, I did not know that. That adds a whole nother level. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Levels, depths, okay? But keep your head up. Love it. This is the thing about Tupac, right? Tupac talks all his ratchet shit, right? Mm -hmm. He also has songs like Keep Your Head Up and Dear Mama and stuff that respected women. And that's why so many of us love him, right? In this track, it's that same type of vibe. Right. It's a conversation, yet again, because, you know, a lot of people love to either fully bash men or fully bash women. That's just where we are in society right now. Especially if you're Black. And it brings this conversation to light again. You know what I'm saying? It's what are you teaching your daughters? What are you teaching yourself as a black man? What are you teaching your friends? What, where are you going from this struggle? You know what I'm saying? And all of it is important for the culture again because these are the issues that have still continued within our community so when we have this track with Rap City and um, 
home dude, PJ, they're out here talking to all of us. They're talking to us. They're not making this song for all the white kids that listen to rap. You know what I'm saying? They're talking to us. Right. And all of those lyrics and everything that they say hits harder to us because we can relate way more. Right. And I appreciate it. I think it's important that hip-hop still realizes that. Like, that's why I mentioned earlier, I get I get bored of shit that's talking about drugs or bashing women or lusty vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's so much more than that. Like, there's people every single day that are going through some shit that needs some gems on their path so that they can realize and wake up to who they are and who they would want to be. Right. And this is the type of track that does that for you. And it does that for me. And I was just like blown away. I was happy that it was the last song because it was emotional sometimes to listen to. And like you can get into a really deep place just in your own head, but super necessary for the culture. So I love this track. And I know that a lot of people have the same um, feelings around it just because it's one of the tracks that is getting a lot from people in in terms of what they're talking about in this album. Yeah, I've heard uh, her Rhapsody during her media tour. And by the way, for all the people that are listening, I pay attention to media tours. You got to. (laughs) got to. Because there's so much that is said and not said during interviews Mm -hmm. that I can pick up. Ooh. But so... Mm -hmm. you know, she was talking to uh, Angela, uh, who am I? Oh, Angie Martinez. Oh, she yep. was talking to Angie Martinez, and she was talking about this track, and she was saying, yeah, you know, a couple of people I played it for, they started crying on this song mm-hmm. because of how powerful it was. Now, for me personally, I didn't cry, <laughs> but uh, I was very proud because right. whenever I see, because there, there's this thing, and we, we could talk about this too, mm-hmm. there's this thing in the in the culture that there's a, a small sector of people that are trying to erase uh, Tupac from the history books. Mm. And, and I've I, I, I been listening. I've been listening to Funkmaster Flex and he and uh, other people like him where they just didn't like him. They thought he brought bad energy and, uh, you know, what, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I see people in the culture like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. You know, someone like Rhapsody comes in and says, yeah, we're not going to have that here. Facts. You know, and so the, it, 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 it adds another 10, 15 years more to the legacy. And then when you look at, you know, the Tupac movie that came out, that mm-hmm. it, it, it was okay, but I don't know if it was up to par to what I would have expected a Tupac movie to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm excited when real artists, I hate saying real, but real artists that I mess with, put it like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> they actually document, like, like, no, this is what really is happening, and this is who we're going to represent, and this is who we're going to respect. Mm-hmm. And so it it uh, it brings that proud moment for me. Not only that, mm-hmm. not only it brings back Tupac and his legacy. Right. But it brings back the woman who exactly. raised him, exactly. who is a former Black Panther. You, you know go. what I'm saying? Talk that talk. So not only, and this is what I love about this fucking album is that not only is she educating you on all of these people, but you can really dive deep into why all of these people are important for yes. the culture. 
for the culture. And that's what Rap City's been about since the beginning. She always says culture over everything. And I couldn't agree more. And I think what, what, what really stood out for me for this album, and then we can get into our final grades of the album and our, our final thoughts. Um, what really stood out to me was her saying, hey, if we're going to have the liquid sword sample, I got to call Jizza up out of the respect mm-hmm. that I have for him. Mm-hmm. Now, all these other people are running around, they just sampling stuff and doing stuff. She's like, no, if Jizza don't bless it, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. And so... That's that's kind of where I'm at. That's where I'm at on my vibe. Like if if the legends ain't rocking with it, and I know I'm borrowing something from that that's legendary, I don't want it. Thanks. I don't. I don't even want to touch something that we all know is, is uh, hip hop history. And so, and, and Cardi did the same thing too. I'm not the biggest Cardi fan, but when she went out and got the Lauryn Hill sample, she made sure Lauryn Hill blessed it before it got released. Mm-hmm. So those are kinds of things that I respect uh, because it matter to me. It matters, maybe Absolutely. not other people, but it definitely matters to me for sure. Well, because it's at that point you're just stealing work, exactly. And if you went to school, you know plagiarism ain't shit. You know no, what I'm saying? So you catching a you catching a quick lawsuit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. <laughs> but they do it. They do it all the time. You know. Facts. Um, Angie Stone came on the Breakfast Club the other day. And she, uh, she's from Columbia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that um, Miguel, not Miguel, I'm sorry, uh, Bruno Mars, uh, lots of his albums sampled a lot of her work. And they had to go, you know, they had to go take it to, to, to court. Like, no, nah, dude, what are you doing? You know, you can't, just, you can't just rip our music. And uh, so she said they're, they're in a lawsuit now. So mm-hmm. what were your final thoughts on, on the... Uh, Raps of the Eve album, and then also I want to ask a couple follow-up questions as well. For sure, let's get it. Final thoughts on the Eve album. She delivered 16 distinct perspectives of culture. Mm. Mm. And that was 16 pieces of culture that if you knew some of them, fantastic. Right. If you didn't, go do your research. Right. And I love her as an artist for doing that because it is so necessary for people not only to be hip about what's trending on Twitter or right. what TV show is bomb to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many people that have fought so many different or have, f- have fought for different uh perspective lanes mm-hmm. for them to develop and grow in in order for other people to step in and kind of pick up from where they left off. I agree. And that's what this album reminds me of. It reminds me that the culture is definitely shifting into the right direction. Okay. Um will it remain I don't know. There's a lot of changes happening in hip-hop that I'm okay with. This is one that I'm okay with. Now, let's do this uh, the source style. When I was young, I used to go get the source, and I used to be like, who getting the five mics? So out of five mics, so far, this can change. Mm-hmm. How many mics does Rhapsody Eve get? I'm going to keep her humble and say four out of five. Mm, that's <laughs> that's hey, I respect it. Does, does Layla's wisdom get a higher micage than this one? 
I think they're the same. Okay. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Because Rap City hasn't changed. She's right. just evolving. And right. I'm, I'm excited to see what else she presents. I'm excited to see her legacy continue to develop because she's 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 one to look out for. If you don't know about Rhapsody, you better know about her now. I agree. Here's what here's what I would like to see her do. It's time to jump on some features. <laughs> and it's time to jump on some features that we wouldn't even expect. Like, like who? Whoever's popping. Whoever's popping in the culture, you should have enough pool, even if it's a um like uh, when 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 J Cole jumped on the Twenty One Savage song a lot. Okay, okay, okay. Like, hey, yeah, we from different lanes, but I'm just jumping on this because you you hot in the culture, and we out and, here. Yeah, and I'm I'm top MC, so let's it, get it. The same way y'all look at when Jay Z, you know, gets all you know, y'all get so excited when Jay Z jumps on anything. Y'all should get that excited when J Cole jumps on it, when Rhapsody jumps on it. She's she's positioned herself now. That if you get a rap city verse, you should feel humbled Facts. that I even want to be on it. Okay. And so, if that's the case, I need her to hop on some stuff that she wouldn't necessarily hop on. <clears throat> hop on a Cardi song. Stop worrying about a Cardi going to hop on yours. Hop on Cardi's. <laughs> hop on whoever. And now, I'm not pitting nothing against each other, but if you go back and listen to Cleo, mm-hmm. and then if you go listen to these uh, interviews, I'm telling you, there's something brewing Uh-oh. between her and Nicki Minaj, and I'm not doing it because she, they're women. She says in the song, you know, hey, I, I paid attention to all y'all that tried to block me out when I first came in. Yep. Why now, they messing, they asked Ninth why they messing with her or whatever it was. The line was crazy. I was like, okay, Rap City, okay. During her interview, she mentioned, you know, why, uh, why uh, Mac Miller's death Hit mm-hmm. her so hard mm-hmm. because Mac Miller was one of the first people to put her uh, on her on the song and take her out on tour. Yeah, now, they did this, hella features together. It was is, beautiful. This is the same time Nicki Minaj is one of the biggest stars in the world. Mm. Now, why would you not pull up your sister? I'm just going to leave that there for the culture to to listen and decide for yourselves. But listen to Cleo, listen to the interviews. She's bigging up Cardi. She's bigging up every black woman in the entire industry but one person. Mm, I'll let that marinate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. Okay. So. Hey, what up, what up, DJ? You already know we had to slide through and show love to the Black Equity Podcast. Ladies, say what's up? What's up? What's up? Yes, hey, hey, hey. So make sure you definitely tune in on Station Head at the Sesh, double H, 41 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at the Sesh 401. And you can also catch us on our website at www.thesesh2hs.com. You can catch our podcast episodes and our playlist on their slash frequencies. Because you already know who it is. It's your girl, B. It's your girl, Kalo. K-Marie. And Lynn. Welcome, Welcome to the, the Sesh. Did Missy's Elliott's album... Now, I might, EP, I might EP, EP, EP. EP, I'm sorry. <laughs> Was that not a weird timing, though? I know, I know they got the VMAs. I think at the time that we're recording it, it's dropping on Monday, right? 
what uh, the, the EP? VMA? The, the VMAs. VMA. Yeah, the VMAs, I think so, yes. Okay. The EP that comes out, or that came out, the fact that it came out at the same time as Rhapsody, was there anything to that, or am I just am I just reading too much into it? I think you might be reading too much into it, because they definitely showed each other some love. Okay. They definitely okay. showed each other some love, which is dope to see, obviously. Okay. She she even gave her a, a, a E. Letterman jacket that's Fire's book. Okay. With all of the different women on it um, from the album, which is Fire. Okay. Um, so, nah, I don't think so. But, but that, that, you yeah. already know Missy had to come through because you already know she's a performer, entertainer. And not she, only is she going to be bigging up all of the old shit she did, she's like, yo, I'm here still too. Like, this is like, I'm, I guarantee you she's going to perform throwback. Right, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to perform it. So, it's all with the timing of the VMAs. I'm okay. I'm I'm hold her to that right now. That. We'll see what's goody. But they just because they're amicable on social media, they've been supporting each other even while they were doing their own rollout. I think that speaks to the culture. Because when Missy Elliott and I agree with you, I, I, I'm hoping that's what it is. Because when Missy Elliott dropped, I said this mother sucker came through as a, like a tidal wave <laughs> because with her dropping, it pushed Rhapsody down from number one trending. And she kind of fell a little bit because Missy Missy dropping is a big deal, always. <laughs> and so I was like, "Wait, hold on now. What what did I just see? What what did I just witness?" But I I feel you. Mm-hmm. She got the VMAs, so she has to roll it out her own way. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even know what uh, Rhapsody's date was until a week or so ago. So maybe Missy already had this in the tuck for mm-hmm. a few months. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm let that slide. It's cool though because you know why you could start with Missy. It's a quick four tracks, then get into this Rap City album. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. And keep it pushing. <laughs> Is there anything else that came out during this time that we need to document here on Black Equity that you felt uh, is noteworthy? Little Brother album. You liked it? It's fantastic. I love Little Brother. They're my favorite current hip hop group. Wow! Wow! That's big. Yes, the favorite current. I saw group. you have a top five the other day. Do, do you want to go through your top five real quick? What was your top five groups of all time? Oh, yep. So I have said uh, a tribe called Quest. That's Boot. number one. No particular order. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. No particular order, but okay. definitely uh, a tribe called Quest, Wu Tang, Flavor Unit, mm-hmm. UGK, and Outcast. Mm. Okay. But right now, little brother got it for you. Holding down the reins exclusively. So you, <laughs> so you realize that little brother, Rhapsody, that's all Carolina right there. That all Carolina. I don't know what y'all got in the water down there, <laughs> but y'all are hitting. Okay, everything let, y'all make is hitting. Let me tell you, I've been listening. I told you this the other day. I've been listening after I listened to Rhapsody album. I said, well, let me see what else Nice been doing because I ain't Listen. really been. I, I looked at all this stuff nice doing. I looked at, I listened to Murr's album. I'm not even, I don't even rock with Murr's like that. Oh. The Murr's album is phenomenal. I said, oh my goodness, what have I been doing? So now I'm listening to all Knife Wonder stuff for the next few months. It's all Listen, Knife. Listen, fun fact that Little Brother album is not even produced by Knife Wonder. Exactly. Which was like hella disappointed to me as a fan, first but and foremost. Dope. But not only is it a dope album, 
these next couple projects and when they go on tour, you know Ninth is involved. Oh yeah. And it's gonna be fucking amazing. Ninth and- Wonder, he is low key, but he's been out here for a minute I with think- bangers. I think we gotta start looking at Ninth Wonder being top ten producers of all time. He may not be the best beat maker, but I'm talking about producer. Producing. He produces the shit out of shit. Yes, the whole <laughs> out al- like if I was somebody to do my whole album, nice one of those people. Now if all I right. was somebody to do one song, it's someone like a just blaze. Give me a just blaze. Yes. I love me some just blaze. But but if we're talking about a whole album, a collective of, of oh man, give me uh Timbaland. Nine- yes. Tim nine. Uh, who's the dude that did four four four? Oh, I can't remember his name. Nah, I can't either. The dude that, that did four four four. I would take him in a heartbeat. Yo, yes. And if Pimp C was still oh. alive, mm. his shit rocked, yo. I love it. I agree. I agree. All right. So before before we we end this, who are your top five oh. rappers, MCs of all time? Top oh. five. And I want a particular order. Damn. See, this is this is where it gets tricky for me. Okay. Because this is where it gets tricky for me. Okay. I have I don't have a top five. I have a top ten. Go for it. We'll go we'll do ten. Okay, so I'ma go with Rhapsody. Okay. Nas. Okay. What, is this order? Where, where are we going here? This is order. So number Actually, one hold on. hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me rephrase that. Tupac. <laughs> so Tupac's number one. Tupac is number one. Oh, okay. okay. Rap like City is number two. Okay. Nas is number three. Okay. Um, Missy. Mm. Fonte. Mm. J. Cole. Okay. Uh, Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Okay. Dope. Black Thought. Mm. Black Thought. Freddie Gibbs. Wow. And two Freddie chains. Freddie made the top 10? And two chains. Wow. <laughs> All right. So no Jay Z. No Jay-Z. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. My top five, and I want to say this because I said this on the podcast a couple months ago. My top five female MCs, or women MCs, has changed. Um, Rhapsody is now in my top five. She wasn't in there before because I wanted to make sure that we're going to have a follow-up album that okay. we're going to actually follow up. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, people drop dope albums and then you never hear from them again. Mm-hmm. So... She's definitely number two uh, on my my uh, all time. So I got Lauren Hill number one of of uh, all time of female MCs. I got Rhapsody number two. I have Missy Elliott number three. I have um, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Trina. Oh no, no, Trina's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No. Are you I'm gonna say Nikki? Yes, Nikki. I think I'm gonna throw her number five. Somebody else I'm missing. I can't think of who it is. I can't think of who it is right now. But 
though that that I had I had to change it up a little bit now that we got some perspective out here. Uh, my top five MCs of all time is Tupac one, Lauryn Hill two, uh, three is Nas, number four. Uh, I'm actually throwing Lupe in a, as number four. Okay. And number five, I have Black Thought. Those are my top five MCs as of today. And that list will always change, you know, as as time progresses. Yes. And I feel like all of these, all the people I mentioned are definitely for different reasons. Right. It's not just flow and delivery. It's definitely um, not only their journey as an artist, their perspective, their projects, mm-hmm. um, and just them as people. Right. Right. I think they dope. Dope. No, hey, I can't disagree with any of it. It's not really my place to. Sure. <laughs> and that's what's funny about all these lists, right? It's super oh, duper God. perspective, right? <laughs> Before we go, what did you think about this damn 50 list with Joe Budden number three? What is going on in the culture? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Everybody has their own perspective. So for those people who want to check you out and check out your work, where can they go for the sesh, for your for your uh, blog where can people go to check out your work you smile so uh for the life of season x y'all can go to www.lifeofseasonx.wordpress.com for all things sesh related you can visit our website www.thesesh with two h's.com you can follow us on twitter and ig at the sesh for one two h's we constantly put out new playlists every week. They're available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal. So you can rock with us wherever you listen. Dope, dope. Also, everybody listening, make sure you go listen to that Raphael Sadiq album. That's Ooh, a dope project. Listen. You, you heard it? Yes. You like it? Yes. Oh, okay. In I my, love that. It was... It's, there's just so much amazing music y'all don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone if you a rap head get into other genres if you a hip hop head get into other genres listen music yo as I love music man all different kinds they all have different stories and I love I read into all of that well you know the doors are always open for you to come back on black equity whenever there's a a big moment in, in hip-hop music or just to chop it up and talk about culture, please come back on. Let's have a conversation. I sure will. Maybe I'll grab a couple ladies from I'm the sash. Maybe we could have a sash sash. You know what I'm saying? We'll, t- we'll talk right. about it. I'll see you next time. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. All right. Thank you, B. Smiles, for coming on the Black Equity Podcast. But everyone else, what is your top five MC list? What is your rating of the Rhapsody album? Send in your ratings. Send in your top five. Let's have the conversation because there's going to be more music that comes out and we need a full range of opinions. Send in your opinions over at Black Equity Network on Instagram and let's get to it. And also sign up to be a Black Equity Insider. The link is in the show notes and continue listening to the Black Equity Podcast. What a great episode. I'll see you next time here on Black Equity.